What's up, hustlers? Welcome to the Music Hustlers podcast. My name is Kenny. I'll be your host. I'm really, really excited because right now I've got a friend of mine. His name's uh, Josh. He's runs JBot Productions. Super good dude. Really talented. I'm really excited to have a conversation with you. So without further ado, how's it going, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm uh, I'm really excited because uh, you know we we got asked to be part of that uh, that Glass Eye Photography Group with uh valerie which was really cool that's right. actually how we linked right. up um and I, I got to like looking at your content watching your videos and whatnot and i was just like yo i gotta talk to this guy so, um, <laughs> cool, so here we are man um so the first thing i wanted to ask you is uh do you do this full-time or is it is it just like a side hustle for you yeah yeah this is this is my full-time gig i've been doing this uh full-time for about two years now Oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. And uh, so uh, when you started like doing video, how long was it before you were like, you know what, I'm quitting my job. I'm just going to do this full time. Um, Well, the video initially, like it started with doing like photos, like my like back, like five, six years ago when I was like senior in high school, um, I took like a video class and I stopped doing video to branched out to do photos to kind of like learn the camera um it took until like a couple two to three years of just doing concert photography to where i was like okay i just want to just do this like i I didn't really have a plan didn't really financially was like stable i was just like i'm just gonna do it um once i went all out like I, i quit my job i was working like a job that basically i take photos of cars and stuff like you go to the dealership, you photograph the cars and you upload the photos. Um, I was doing that. And then once I quit, I was just done. I'm like, all right, I'm making enough money to do this, but I don't know. So I quit the job, went full time, uh, started touring for a little bit. Once <clears throat> once I started my first tour, that's what pushed me back into video. Because <clears throat> you need like, they wanted tour content, they wanted video, they wanted photo. Um, that was about three three-ish years ago like initially just starting and then like kind of branching out into like officially being full-time if that makes sense yeah that's awesome dude i'm i'm actually going on my first tour ever um i leave on thursday my oh, first wow. tour as a tour at least so so that's cool you bring that up um i've i've like i've been on tour a couple times as a musician but but i'm going as a photographer now so i'm like yeah this is that's tight man um, yeah, it's the who, only thing that really pushes you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said tour is like the only thing that really pushes like a creator. Like you can feel yeah. like burnt out or you're working with a local artists. And then when you finally get the opportunity to tour, it's like, oh, wow, I'm actually valuable. I'm actually appreciated. And I have to do this much work and it's needed. It kind of gives you a level of like a value point. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really really excited about it, man. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, cool, man. So just just like every other uh, career out there, I'm sure there's you know there's upsides, there's downsides to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was curious if you could tell me about like a challenge that you've had to overcome and how you went about it. I think the challenging part is actually creating structure. It, it's easy for me to stay busy and work. The hardest part is to structure everything, to have pull out the calendar and plan out for the whole month. And 
strategize like how you're going to do things being firm on uh when it comes to money how are you going to do your rates um because it's easy when when i first started out it's like you're making money but you're not necessarily making the money you want to make but it feels like you're like oh, i'm staying busy <clears throat> and that's not necessarily the goal is to be busy it's to eventually make money but also to build your brand so i guess the hardest part was actually building a brand or a business and learning the business side which i think every day i'm still like trying to figure that out yeah no i feel that it's it's i mean it's kind of never a, a never ending journey really um at least i feel like that like I, i've been freelancing for about a year and a half now oh well, and yeah. and uh it's like i I, I kind of see that like every, every single day I'm learning something new about it, you know? So yeah, cause it's not typical yeah. business, like where you're creating content, but you have to create content for yourself and then also be a niche based, but then also branch out where you're more valuable than just a concert photographer or just a wedding photographer. How do you show that you're a service and then not worry about competing, but more of like, what do you bring to the table? I think that's like, every day it's like it's easy to look at someone else's profile and be like oh, i want to edit like that or i want to yada yada it's like the best thing that i've learned is like the experience you give someone like if you're doing a photo shoot if you were awesome and you treat them well that's what they that's what they're going to remember it doesn't really matter how you edit it or how you photograph the photo and in result it was like how did you treat that client or that person you worked with yeah exactly exactly um, I mean, as they say, 80% of your income typically comes from repeat business. So it's yep. like, if you, if you're treating your clients right and all of that, then that's, I mean, ultimately how you're going to get more business. Yeah. Great. Uh, Cause word of mouth is like everything. Yeah. Speak, speaking of that, how, how do you go about getting your clients out of curiosity? A lot of it, I, I like old school practices. I like to uh, kind of like B2B I like to cold call a lot but it's not mm -hmm. just it, it's cold calling but personalizing each message trying to find bands I want to work with and trying to stay relevant like things that like you'll see people like Gary Vee say just post and post and post and that sounds annoying but the idea is the perception of showing people that you're staying busy you're doing things you're, where you're on people's mind you may not get clients but eventually you will and then still reaching out to people because it's not it's easy to romanticize business but it's very cut and dry a lot of times they're not thinking of what they need you need to go to them and say hey i noticed that y'all could use a video and going up to people constantly but not trying to immediately make a sell if that makes sense like yeah you can go to a band and offer a music video because it's like a value point but if you're networking, you can't immediately say, hey, cool, I do music videos. Let's work together. It's like build that kind of build a, like a relationship, yeah. um, which is like very hard because I can meet people that are like well off that they're a band like Fit for King was a band that uh, the drummer I ran into. And I was like so eager to be like, hey, just please work with me. But you can't do that because then you're immediately just trying to like take his money versus build a relationship yeah. and if they need you they'll need you absolutely yeah and it's it's definitely uh especially in today's world it's so easy not to be you know like real with people yeah like it's definitely it definitely pays to be genuine and like actually establish real connections with people 
rather than just being like, hey, uh, I do this work, like, let's work together. Like, I, I definitely feel that 100%, man. It's kind of like um, you're going on tour. Like, they they want to see someone they can relate with, not necessarily someone that they care about your craft, but they really care that you're a genuine person that they can vibe with. Yeah, so exactly. It, exactly. If you were a salesman, that would just kill that, which is hard because you have to be a salesman to a degree. Yeah, absolutely. No, I feel that. Um, it's definitely about, you know, being, being trustworthy and honest, I think is like one of the best things when it comes to business, at least yep. is, uh, you know, if you're honest with your clients and actually tell them what's up, then they're, then there's never any surprises or anything like that. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Yeah. Um, okay, man. So I wanted to ask you, like, I know we, we talked a, a little bit about finances earlier, or you said something about it. Um, I know that like, like some months can be really, really good. And then there's other months that are just like, not as good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, so I wanted to ask you how, how you prepare yourself for those months. Um, I try to just keep the mindset that there's always, it, it sounds so like weird to look at it that way because there's no like cut or dry answer. It's always, there's, wor there's always work out there. There's always someone needing something. And then even though I can't find it or there's a slow month, it's maintaining consistency and hitting people up and <clears throat> music videos end up like, because I still do both photo and video, but music videos seem to save me because if you're branching on music videos, say I wanted to work with your band and I was like, we'll book it this month, but you're still doing like half down this month and then the other, we're going to shoot next month. So you're kind of saving yourself where it's like, we're going to prep for January, but then February, so I'm going to deposit in January and then February, I'm going to other deposit. So one client can be kind of spread out, which helps. Um, there's that and then also just keeping the mindset that there's always there's always a way um which i hate hearing that because it's like oh well sometimes there's not but then there always is if you if you have the perception it's like law of attraction if you have the perception that you're staying busy and you're working you start to attract work um yeah. which is weird because it's like well that's something you can't really measure but it's if you walk in a room and you you have your head held up high, people are going to look at you. If you're posting in on Instagram and you're doing and people are seeing <clears throat> that you're working, they're going to want to work with you because it's like, oh, wow, who's this? Um, yeah. So I just kind of have the mentality of just like keep finding it. Like if I can't find it, there's another way or going into a different market, do portraits, do try to shoot a wedding, try to do a business video. Um, just always I, trying I to find that. work. I, I get that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with like, if you're posting and like, I, I, I say on this podcast often that if you're not posting, you're kind of irrelevant. So it's like, I, I think that the more you're posting, the more you're actually talking about what you're doing, the more likely people are to reach out to you for one, because they see who you are, you know? Yeah. And then I mean. it's, it's all about just, it's about the hustle and the grind and actually like, you know, not letting the month get to you and be like, you know what, it's out there somewhere. I'm just having, a, in, you know, having trouble finding it at this point. Um, so yeah, I agree with that 100%, man. Because um, some of it can be like, like 
the posting thing, like sometimes people can look at it like technically as us creators, it's a it's just our storybook and it, it should be why well, you're just constantly posting and make it frustrating. You don't have to post your food or whatever, but you can post like that behind the scenes. Just it doesn't matter when you post. It doesn't it's not one time a day. It's not looking at the analytics. It's just constantly posting. Someone's going to see it. That one person to talk, that's all that matters. If you get 10 likes, yeah. not one person talks, that's all that it really is. So it's just posting constantly, not worrying about the likes or the views, but yeah. just getting that shit out there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's staying consistent and, you know, making sure people know who you are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel that, man. So it seems like you've got a lot on your plate. How do you manage it all? Um, this year I'm trying to figure out how to manage it better. Um, the hardest part um, I find is like you always hear people talk about mental health and uh, take care of your mental health and take a day off. And I didn't think that was anything because I used to just, just work. Like it just back to back, just wake up, shoot get the photos done next day, shoot a music video, then go to a concert, just keep going. And now it's like, okay, well, how do I balance this? Cause it's like, I don't want to always just constantly work, 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 work. I want friendships. I want to have personal life. So this year I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Trying to get back into like working out and just kind of buffering. Cause it's like a business isn't always open from 24 hours, but it seems to be like an entrepreneur. You, you are. Yeah. And yeah to set those boundaries is something I'm really trying to work on where the client messages me at 2 a.m. I'm not saying, Hey, what's up? I'm like not following up until the next morning. Um, yeah. Trying to dis discipline myself, which is not easy. Cause it's like, I want every offer I can get, which isn't realistic. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that time management is everything in this game. It yeah. Feels which is, like... <laughs> yeah. <It's rough. laughs> no, absolutely it feels like as you know as a entrepreneur and and whatnot it's it's a we're constantly going constantly you know available for our clients and stuff and sometimes we got to take a step back and be like hey hold on i've got to have a life too you know yeah so yeah no i i feel that man time time management is definitely important um so i know you mentioned uh earlier that you you took a class for for like film and all that um would you recommend film school? Um, not necessarily. I'd recommend just doing, like, just doing, doing the craft. I would recommend, like, learning business or financial skills, because that seems to be the hardest part. Other than that, it's like you're learning your craft. Some things could help, like, with video, lighting is always a tackle. It's like learning how to do it, but then you have YouTube nowadays, so... Yeah. I think yeah, when I, the real world is better. I feel that absolutely. Yeah, when I when I first started, I uh I just pretty much YouTube University and uh Skillshare. <laughs> That's how I, I haven't done Skillshare everything. yet. Skillshare seems cool. I haven't done that one yet. It's it's a it's a cool little cool little program. I've I've, I've learned a, a few things on there actually. Um, so I I would recommend it. You can yeah. find, you can always find people talk and talk and talk about stuff. And it's, it's frustrating to find like the real advice or yeah. the ones who are really about it where they can say, okay, profit could be this or how to budget or how to manage your money or how 
to get this client and uh, it's so hard to find that information because even find other people who do creative stuff like you and I it's hard because it's like they just want to talk about it and it's like that's cool but how do you what's the real advice and what's the real action um, yeah yeah I feel that 100% <laughs> that's, that, that's part of the reason that I I started doing Skillshare over over YouTube was just because of the fact that it's like it's an actual paid program. So it's I, I felt like there was a little more valuable advice in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, that's why I'd recommend it. But but you already seem, yeah, I mean your your stuff's on point. So Thanks, <laughs> um, so so I I'm pretty much a photographer. I don't really do a whole lot of video stuff. Um, but I, like my best friend's a videographer, so I I kind of know a little bit about it. Um, and so what I wanted to say though, is, is I know that like nowadays having split colored lighting is pretty, it's pretty much a modern look, right? The lighting for your, your spotlight video that you did for that band, uh, let down, yeah. for example, how do you accomplish a look like that? Oh man. Um, Jesus. I, so split lighting or like the look in general because a lot of it is color grading like how i yeah like, that's what i specialize in is color grading that's how i try to stand out um i feel that because i haven't did um, the colors weird like it was red and blue like you have a split like if we're talking about lighting i had a red and blue like uh one led panel on each side one's red one's blue with the gel and it had a fog machine constantly going so i could diffuse the, the light naturally and help carry the light um but okay. i didn't make it red and blue i kind of made it i flipped it to more of like a teal and orange which is cool because it's uh complementary colors but i just liked i liked that look better than just a punchy red and a punchy blue and sometimes red if you don't do it right it doesn't look right with your skin red our skin tones look a little bit better on orange so flipping it to orange looked naturally better yeah there's like a so a weird process on how i think about it because i'll play with colors a lot like there's like a, a part in that video where uh the vocalist drops down next to a lamp that's not a pink lamp it's just a tungsten lamp i made it pink to have that more like romantic fall like foreshadow like uh, effect um nice so there's a lot like it mainly for me is a lot of color grading like i'll use the simplest lights i just really play with color which there's so much into it like learning like what works what doesn't work and then trying to break the rules and not just be a book about it like oh green and red and red and blue and try triune colors i, I just want to do it <laughs> yeah no i feel that yeah i definitely i really like the color in the, the colors in that video i was like dang this is <laughs> something i haven't, haven't really seen for a while so I, I really enjoyed it man thanks man um cool so i i just wanted to ask you one last thing uh what advice would you give to someone interested in getting started with music videos oh man um i think just something i skipped because I, I got i skipped some steps that i wish i could go back and now i can't um learning like just shoot like you can don't necessarily shoot for free but tackle on like do two to five hundred dollar music videos but just pump out a lot 
um, getting just as much content as you can under your belt. Um, I think that's something I would tell someone wanting to start out. Um, but that's probably like the third step because to initially start um, would be just, you would have to offer some level of a free music video and have a complete idea. Oh, okay, there's, there's advice. Always have a script and a complete structure and get the band's ideas, but know your role that you are the director and not let the band kind of dictate and tell you how to shoot. Always have a structured plan, get them to sign off on what that plan is and have the band show up where you can just move them around like they're pawns, like, like a chess piece. So you can do the job effectively and they know exactly what they're getting because you've showed them a script. I think the planning process would be something is really crucial, especially if you want to land your first music video, have a script and a mood board at least to show your potential client, I want to do this. And you don't have to charge a lot for the first one because you need to get your name out. So structure on visually planning and not necessarily showing up like a photo shoot and just going to create on the spot because with video it's really really hard to do that yeah i i feel that man cool man well it's it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you thanks so much for doing this i appreciate it yeah man it's gonna be fun absolutely um cool where where can they find you at oh man um well instagram is the the at i am jbaw and then the website i'm redoing my website it's up but it's not it's not done at all um so the website would be the uh, the imjbaw.com um okay. facebook's like jabal productions i think um i don't use facebook too much because i'm seems like i get more people through instagram and website like communication wise yeah i feel that feel that yeah facebook's facebook's there but i i'm kind of the same way it's hard it's, to like, uh, I don't go to pages. Like if I want to like talk to someone, I find their direct personal page. I never go to like their Facebook page and be like, hi, I want like, <laughs> I would rather just go to their website if I wanted to actually talk to someone about their services. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I, I prefer like whenever I talk to a freelancer, I, I'm always like, man, you got to have a website. Like it's, it's kind of essential. Yeah, because um, Instagram doesn't show what you want to show. Like you, I can have people still like they're like, "Oh, you mainly do photos." I'm like, "Oh, well, no, I do both, but mainly do video now." So, well, the website would showcase like, like photo wise, I've hit everything. I've done boudoir to portraits to weddings to birthdays to uh, business photos to corporate photos. So it's like, I don't show that, but the website i could really showcase like oh cool your business here's headshots here's portraits oh you're you want to do boudoir here's boudoir photos like instagram i can't do that because people are going to be like yo what they're going to be so confused a website you could showcase yeah, you everything can show all of your work rather than just like you know the specific format that is instagram yeah sadly <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i feel it man all right man well, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. This has been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot talking to you. So, so thank you. Cool, um, cool, man. Cool. I'll catch you later, brother. All right, man.